When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome everybody. Monday edition of Clay and Buck. Much to talk about. Much to dive into today. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, lines are open. 800 282 2882. So we can tell you that there's a bunch of news stories here, uh, we're going to dive into, uh, just to, just to sort of set the scene. Couple of data points. Give you a sense of what's going on in America right now. 14% of Americans, according to the Financial Times, that is one four. 14% of Americans say they're better off financially today than when Biden took office. Of homeowners who have bought a home in the past year, according to USA Today, 46% say they are struggling to pay their monthly mortgage because rates are so high. So that's going on right now in the background of all this. We also have uh, former President Trump talking about how when he wins, if he wins, when he wins, you can pick. In 2025, he will round up large numbers of undocumented, as in illegal alien migrants, and will send them back to their countries of origin. So Trump now getting very uh, aggressive, very hawkish on border security as a policy to institute in 2025. Some migrants arrived at New York City's Floyd Bennett Field, which is a $20 million taxpayer-funded facility for migrants in the New York City area, and they said, no, they will not stay. We'll discuss what that tells you about all this. Plus, you had Secret Service agents who are protecting Biden's granddaughter open fire in Georgetown when three people tried to break into a Secret Service SUV. I don't believe any suspects in custody, and nobody nobody hit so That's not, secret, uh, by the way, do, do you feel good that the Secret Service opened fire on people in Georgetown, didn't hit anybody, and didn't catch anybody either? No. 
No, bad I, I'm wondering at, at what distance did they open fire? First of all, opening fire based on trying to get into a vehicle was she in the vehicle? I mean that that alone. Strikes I was me surprised as... she had uh, Secret Service protection. Honestly, she's the granddaughter yeah. of the president. How many people actually know her? I mean, I understand kids. I didn't know grandkids got Secret Service protection. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if uh, Hunter Biden's child with the uh, exotic dancer. And therefore, the exotic dancer gets yes, the four-year-old in Arkansas. Does she have Secret Service protection? That that would be that would be a Biden grandchild. Yes, that would be a that, that's a true statement. I doubt that there is Secret Service protection for that family. Anyway, um, you have San Francisco. Believe it or not, they can actually clean it up if they want to, and they clean it up in time for a visit from the world's biggest communist, Xi Jinping, of China. We shall discuss that, and uh, there's some other interesting stories we'll get to when we can out there. But we want to start in the world of politics. Oh, let me not forget, we have Julie Kelly with us in the second hour about Trump trials and January 6th defendants. And then third hour, speaking of candidates, Vivek Ramaswamy. I always have fun because, you know, Clay, we say his name properly. There are a lot of people out there still, including who work in our field who don't who don't get his first name right. So well, I, and given how often we are called out for mispronunciations, this is a big win to uh to be able to pronounce his name correctly while everyone else fails. So this this should give else. us a, a lot more uh, validity going forward when we mispronounce things. If nothing else, I feel like we get a high five from Vivek for knowing that it's Vivek rhymes with cake and not the other thing that people say which is Vivek. Okay. But let's start with this a a surprise a surprise campaign suspension from over the weekend. One of the five who was, it was five, right? On the debate stage, Tim Scott of South Carolina. Let's hear what he has to say about how, well, it's not his time. Play two. If you ever want to love your country more, run for president. Traveling this country, meeting people has been one of the most fantastic experiences of my entire life. I love America more today than I did on May 22nd. But when I go back to Iowa, it will not be as a presidential candidate. I am suspending my campaign. I, I think the voters who are the most remarkable people on the planet have been really clear that they're telling me not now, Tim. I don't think they're saying, Trey, no, but I do think they're saying not now. And so I'm going to respect the voters and I'm going to hold on and keep working really hard and uh, look forward to another opportunity. Clay, a respectable, honorable decision based on what the polls are right now. I think he's list- he is listening to the people. What now is Tim Scott still a VP candidate? And what about the others who are lagging in the polls? I think 100% he's still a VP candidate. And you and I, we've had Tim Scott on this show several times. Trump was very favorably disposed towards him on Wednesday, if I remember correctly, during uh, our interview. He specifically mentioned Tim Scott. Um I think it's the right call. I give him credit the same way that I give Mike Pence credit for looking at the data, making a rational choice, recognizing that the numbers don't add up for you. Now, here's the question as we get ready for the fourth Republican debate in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, in early December. I would imagine on the stage Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, and Ron DeSantis. And let's open up phone lines on this because some of you may disagree with me. 800-282-2882. I think if you don't come in a strong second place in Iowa, that's presuming that you don't win it. Obviously, if Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or Favate, for that matter, catch fire and ended up beating Trump, that's a different dynamic. But Trump is a substantial favorite as we sit here basically two months out from the Iowa caucus. I think whoever comes in second 
should be the challenger of Trump going forward, and everyone else should drop out. And, look, we've had Doug Burgum on the show. Asa Hutchinson, I think, is still in the race. Chris Christie is still in the race. I think all three of those guys should drop out um, and decide whether they want to endorse someone else. Uh, but to me, right now, it looks like Nikki Haley versus Ron DeSantis for who is going to become the alternative to Trump. And the big question, irrespective of who the alternative is, Buck, is does the alternative have the juice to beat Trump head-to-head? We've said for some time, and I still think this is true, that about 50% of our audience is Trump, 50% is somebody other than Trump. Nationwide, as all of these primaries start, Iowa at the caucus, then New Hampshire, then South Carolina, the math question, and it's basically a math question, is there a uh, contingent of the Republican primary that that would vote against Trump and any of these candidates, could they beat Trump head-to-head? That's the question. Nikki Haley taking out a $10 million ad buy in Iowa. That was just announced uh, over, over the weekend. So she's she's trying to go in. I think she realizes, Clay, if DeSantis doesn't at least come in second in Iowa and yeah. probably win, it's it's all over, right? I mean, based on the the perception and everything. You think, I, I think you have I think you have to come in second if you're DeSantis. I, I would argue, and I'm curious whether our audience, whether you would agree too, if you don't come in second again, this is presuming you don't win. If you don't come in at least second in Iowa, I think you have to drop out. Because I think it's hard to argue I'm going to win New Hampshire or South Carolina otherwise. Well, this is why I think Haley is trying to make this big push into Iowa, because she figures if it can be Trump, then Haley, yeah, then all of a sudden the narrative becomes there's only really one competitor to him going into New Hampshire, and things can change pretty rapidly. Here's Nikki Haley. She's saying that she is surging in the polls She's saying Trump has flatlined. Oh, she's calling out Trump. This could get interesting. And DeSantis is falling. This is cut three. We are surging in the polls. Not only are we surging in the polls, if you look in the swing states, it shows that we beat Biden by 10 to 13 points. We are now second place in Iowa, second place in New Hampshire, second place in South Carolina. There are no other candidates that are going to be getting in the race because now it's gotten too late. We have plenty of money that we're going to be on TV with, and you're going to see that we're going to be strong not just in Iowa. We're going to be strong in Iowa. We're going to be strong in New Hampshire. We're going to be strong in South Carolina because we spent our money well. We've got great Great ground games in every one of those states, and we're going to keep surging. You've got Trump that's flatlined. You've got DeSantis that's falling in the polls, and we continue to go up. Now, Clay, we're going to have Vivek on later. I want to have the Vivek take on this Nikki Haley analysis, but clearly she's trying to steal Governor DeSantis's lunch here and become number two, become the yeah. sort of uh, runner-up, so to speak, to Trump to see if maybe she can close that gap even more. Yeah, and then uh, ultimately the question is whether it's Nikki Haley or DeSantis. I don't think Vivek is going to make a run and end up in second place, but I think that with his performance in the debate, he was the most power, I thought. I, I, I just want to ask him about Nikki Haley. I'm not saying yeah. he's going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah. I just want to hear what he has to say. Um, I, I think Iowa, and again, if you disagree with this, let me know. I think Iowa should make it a determination on who is going to go head-to-head with Trump. And everybody else should get out of the race. And then the question becomes, can Nikki Haley, can Ron DeSantis, could Vivek Ramaswamy on the outside, could they beat Trump head-to-head? 
And again, the math on that, we talked about this a lot on Friday because I think it's important and Thursday we discussed it as well. The math on this is a challenge for any of the contenders because the, uh, let, let's talk about Tim Scott, for instance. What, what did you say Tim Scott had in Iowa? 9% in the most recent real clear Something politics, like I yeah, think. Sing, it was single digits. Yeah, but okay, let's say, let's say that, uh, let's just say he's got seven or eight or 9% in Iowa when he decides to step down. Where did Tim Scott's votes go? Like, how would you assess? This would be a good question for Tim Scott. I, I actually don't have a, I don't have like a strong sense as to what the breakdown would be. I think there are some Tim Scott voters who go Nikki Haley. I think some go Ron DeSantis and some go Donald Trump. Okay, so if that's true, and and I don't think that's a crazy take at all. I think that's somewhat rational. Um, if that's true, the challenge on the math, Buck, becomes as each of these guys or gals drop out, the idea that all of their supporters are going to go to someone else is less true. Now, I do think this is where the math becomes really tough for Nikki Haley. And maybe we need to get Nikki on and ask her whether or not this is true. In we fact, will absolutely invite her on. I'm just going to yeah, say get... they, they have not asked us for her to come. Everyone else asks to come on. I don't think yeah. her campaign has asked to come on. I don't know. Maybe you want to speak to a huge radio audience. It might be a good idea. Uh Well, she came on a couple of months ago. I, I don't remember exactly, but uh, but she came on. I think you might have been out that day. We had her on. But let me. But yes, I agree. I think if if I were a candidate, I'd be trying to get on this show every opportunity I could. Um But. My inclination is that Nikki Haley supporters would tend to be more anti-Trump than Ron DeSantis supporters. And the reason why I bring that up is if Ron DeSantis isn't in the oh, let's, let's get calls on this. Who is your second choice, right? Let's presume you don't get your first choice. My inclination is that a lot of DeSantis people would go to Trump. I think most Nikki Haley people are very anti-Trump. Does that I make sense? Lot, Do you buy yes. that? I, I think a lot of DeSantis number one pick folks out there is, and if they could get their choice, it would be DeSantis, voted for Trump twice yes. and would vote for him again, but they thought this time around it was DeSantis's time, but they're willing to change that to support Trump. I think if you're an, I think if you're a Nikki Haley person, some of them might even consider, you know, Biden. Uh, or, or I was going to say, or you know, one of the third party RFK yeah. kind of candidates. We have I think you're very much more third. anti-Trump. Now, there could have been, Buck, more of a battle because the DeSantis-Trump thing has gotten kind of nasty. So I think we'll probably get some callers and emailers and people who say, I'm DeSantis and I hate Trump and I'm not going to show up. You know, the take your ball and go home uh contingent out there. I don't buy that. I think a year from now, when you actually look at and stand in the in the ballot box or you stand in front of your uh, your choice and you got like, Joe Biden yeah. or or Donald Trump. I think most of them will go Trump. I mean, who are the two candidates who drive the left the most insane? And who have who have taken the biggest swings, the biggest punches at the left? Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. I mean, yes. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. So there's a there's an affinity there. There's the you know there's a an understanding. I mean, I think look, I, people have called in and they've said they like Ron, but they don't think this is his time. They recognize he's a great governor. They just think that Trump is what we need right now. You hear from a lot of the acrimonious, oh, disimp or, uh, you know, yeah. sanctimonious and these things that people say. Um, and you hear that and you see that on Twitter, but I think there are a lot more people who respect both of those men and will be happy to vote for both of them than any other two candidates you could line up. Yeah, and remember, and we'll talk more about this and we'll take some of your calls, because I do think the Tim Scott decision is a big one, not only for Chris Christie, but for other people out there, including Vivek Ramaswamy, who we'll talk to in the third hour live here on the program. But I think that 
what we're seeing is a winnowing of the candidates maybe faster than people anticipated because in 16, so many people held on for as long as they could. Uh, we're down really, I would say, to four actual candidates now. Uh, you want an early Black Friday deal? How about a free Moto G 5G phone from Pure Talk? No gimmicks, no trade-in necessary. Just switch your cell phone service to Pure Talk. Get their unlimited talk, unlimited text, and 15 gig data plan for just 35 bucks and get the Moto G 5G phone for free. You'll want to move fast because the phones will be gone by the end of the month. And if your current phone's on life support, a lot of you know what I'm talking about. They are old phones that need to be charged all the time. You can upgrade for free with Pure Talk, two-day battery life, quad pixel camera, a ton more. Here's how you get hooked up. Just dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck to speak with Pure Talk's U.S. customer service team. They'll make switching easy and make sure you get your new phone. Remember, Pure Talk gives you America's most dependable 5G network at half the price, so make the switch today. Dial pound 250, say the keywords Clay and Buck to claim your free Moto G 5G phone with qualifying plan. Pure Talk, simply smarter. Sanity in an insane world. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. 
You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Uh, with Tim Scott dropping out, Buck, about, uh, what, two and a half hours or so earlier this morning, and I just retweeted it if you guys want to vote. And we'll put up a poll on the Clay and Buck page as well for those of you that are not uh, on Twitter. But I said, with Tim Scott dropping out of the Republican primary race, essentially it's down to four people. Who would you vote for if the primary were today in your state? Buck, there are 18,000 people that have voted so far in this poll. Uh, again, I just retweeted it so you can go vote yourself. Uh, here were the results. Uh, Donald Trump with 53% of uh, the vote. So we said for some time that we think Roughly half of this audience is a Trump-supporting uh, uh, candidate. The other half, someone else. Ron DeSantis, 26%. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, 13%. And uh, Nikki Haley with 8%. Now, again, this is just my audience. I just retweeted it. Um, I'm not saying it's a representative sample of the Republican primary electorate, but... You can go vote in that poll. We'll also put one up at clayandbuck.com, uh, given that effectively we're down to four. Now, I understand some of you may be Chris Christie supporters. There may be some Doug Burgum or Asa Hutchinson people out there. Don't, don't leave out our Burgum fan. We are Burgum yeah. fans in this audience, sir. Burgum was great on this show. I thought he was good in the last poll, in the last debate, uh, meaning the second debate, not the third debate. He didn't make the stage. Um, but you can go vote in real time. Uh, again, I just retweeted this. Uh, I'm curious what the results will be, but what, how, how many months have we been saying, Buck, that I think it's pretty accurate? Half of this audience is Trump. The other half is somebody else. I, I gotta tell you, I think it's more like 60-40 now. You think Trump is I, now 60-40? I think Trump is 60-40. Yeah. I, I think that's what we've really, I think that's, that consolidation, and certainly among, among this audience, that would be, that would be the numbers that I would, I would put down. You can just, go vote. We'll see exactly on the Clay and Buck page again uh, to see exactly how it shakes out. But to me, Buck, the big challenge here for everyone is, does the math matter or is Trump already won and this thing's effectively over, even if it got down to a 1v1 matchup? That's the ultimate question. And who's going to be his VP? That Tucker That's another big got question. a lot of attention. Tucker was with him at UFC over the weekend. Yes. I'm just saying. Gun owners know that it takes practice to be skilled and competent with your firearm. Whether you get to the range regularly or you rely on an electronic training tool like the Mantis X, you got to do regular training, and Mantis X makes that so much easier. That's why I've got mine here at home. It attaches to your firearm like a weapon light, which connects to your phone and the Mantis X app. It's essentially an ammo-free, all-electronic way to improve your shooting accuracy. With Mantis X... You get data-driven, real-time feedback on your shooting technique. It guides you through drills and courses and charts your improvement. Nearly everyone using the Mantis X to train notices a difference within half an hour. It's that good. 
The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Mantis X. Go get yours at MantisX.com. Trump is a phenomenal showman. I don't think there's anybody who could honestly disagree with that. I mean, he's the guy who understands how to play the media, how to get attention, how to make an entrance, that's for sure. And here he was over the weekend in New York City at a uh, UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship match, uh, champion, uh, well, a championship match, um, on Saturday. He walks in. He's got Tucker, Kid Rock, uh, who, who else, and, and Dana White, right? All yep. with him. Tucker, Kid Rock. So Tucker Carlson, Kid Rock, Dana White. Oh, and Don, and Don Jr. All with him. And this is what it sounded like inside of Madison Square Garden. Play seven. Just absolute excitement, pandemonium. pandemonium in there. Uh, people chanting USA, USA. If you didn't see a lot of photos taken, video taken of the, of that entrance, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of energy, and it just goes to the. I, you know, I, I think that there's a case to be made. Let, let's say that Trump ends up winning this primary, which you know, okay, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't, but it certainly looks like he's almost definitely going to, uh, based on the numbers. Maybe it changes, could change. Is it even po- like what was there another Republican? I mean, I really look at this now because people are very particularly hard on the DeSantis campaign at this point. A lot of the political onlookers and they say and, and, and analysts and so forth, they say, oh, well, DeSantis, you know, he, he made this mistake or that mistake. I don't know if with the current mood of the GOP and Trump's ability to suck all the oxygen out of the room with the media and just be the center of attention and be the showman. Was there anybody who was going to be able to defeat him for this nomination? And we can, we don't have to answer that question now, but it is a question that I, I do think about sometimes. Maybe it was yeah. Trump's in the bag all along. I think you can Monday morning quarterback it. And I would say the most consequential outcome of the entire primary season so far was the indictments of Trump. I do wonder, Buck, if Trump had never gotten indicted, if Joe Biden and his Department of Justice doesn't go after him with New York, D.C., South Florida, and Atlanta, and none of those indictments ever happen, and Trump is just running as a candidate, I do wonder what the Republican primary might have looked like because I don't think there's any way you can say anything other than those indictments all offered tremendous uh, substantial increases in support for Donald Trump. So if, if there's no indictments, like what does this race look like? And, and then you get into the two, the two variables that are not really taken into account right now for all the stuff we're seeing with Trump. Um, one of them is what happens when the full-fledged oppo campaign. I mean, there was a Washington Post piece, I think it was over the weekend. Trump used the term vermin in some context and now they're saying Trump like Hitler and Mussolini. I mean, they're, they're already going. Trump is Hitler slash Mussolini. Yeah. I just Trump don't think fascist. it works. I mean, to me, and 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 they're going to run that playbook, but to me, that's the boy who cried wolf, Buck. Right. That, that's right. the challenge, but right? They haven't really done it yet, so that may affect things in the general electorate. And then, more specifically, um, more specifically, you have 
the possibility of a conviction, which may, we saw, there was that poll. You and I agree on this. I, I find that poll hard to believe because it goes from Trump crushes Biden in every swing state to Trump gets crushed in every swing state. Yeah. It just flips the whole thing. Um, Dana Bash, did I say it right? Dana. Yeah. I think Dana. somehow she, her name is Dana, but Donna, she Dana, Dana, Dana. Maybe the super, fa- that's the super fancy way to pronounce Dana. So Donna, uh-huh. D- Dana, Dana Bash. Yeah. There we go. Dana Bash to the RNC, uh, chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel. What if Trump is convicted in one of these trials? This is cut five. Play it. If you end up having Donald Trump as your nominee and if he is convicted of a crime, do you believe that he would be the appropriate nominee for the Republican Party? Whoever the voters choose is the appropriate nominee. Even if, even if he's a convicted criminal? I know this is newsworthy, but as party chair, I'm going to support who the voters choose. And yes, if they choose Donald Trump, the voters are looking at this and they think there is a two-tiered system of justice. They don't believe a lot of the things that are coming out in this, and they're making these decisions, and you're seeing that reflected in the polls. Claire, I, I think this is, this is the whole, in a sense, this could be the whole contest right here. What is there... If there is a conviction, which is an if, we don't know if they're even going to be able to get through any of the trials, although New York, they're probably going to get through, right? It doesn't seem like there's a delay for that, although I don't know. The, I don't um, think people York- care about that. I actually think the biggest news of the trials of the weekend, we'll talk to Julie Kelly about this. Did you see Trump is officially requesting there be cameras in the courtroom yes. and Jack Smith and the Biden Department of Justice doesn't want them, which right. tells me that they're a little bit nervous about the trial, because if you thought you were really going to kneecap someone, wouldn't you want everybody to be able to see it? Well, of course. Well, what they want, though, is, and this is why I was bringing up the New York trial, they just want a conviction because they want to, you know, they've been hitting him with for years now, you know, Trump is a fascist. Trump is the end of democracy. What they really want is Trump is a convicted felon. Which felony, which absurd trial, which, I don't think they really care. Yeah. I think they believe that as a, as a function of branding going into the general election, if that becomes a reality, as unfair as it would be, you know, we can, of course, we talk about this a lot. Does that then mean that you'll have a chunk in the middle of, uh, of the voting, uh, you know, of the electorate that will leave him? I find that, I find that hard to believe, especially if it's, I mean, if it's the New York Alvin Bragg trial, I, I, I don't think that will happen. The DC trial with Judge Chutkin providing, I think people see that for what it is. And as you pointed out, he wants, not only does he want cameras in there, Clay, I think he'll take the stand. Oh, 100%. I, I don't think Trump will. Yeah. 100% I'll take the stand. And I just, I, I would just reiterate, if you really thought you had a strong case, wouldn't you want as many people as possible to watch it? I, I don't know that I've ever seen a situation where, again, Trump and his legal team are saying, we want cameras in the courtroom, we want everybody to be able to watch, and Jack Smith is saying, we don't want cameras in the courtroom. That, to me, is is really fascinating, and it suggests that the Biden Department of Justice is starting to get nervous about the political impact, and that Trump, you remember the Br'er Rabbit analogy I used back in the day, People out there remember Br'er Rabbit. He's like, don't throw me in the briar patch. Don't throw me in the briar patch. They throw him right in the briar patch. He convinces people to put him where he would most like to be. I feel like Trump has dared the Biden Department of Justice to bring charges against him, and it's all redounding to his benefit. And I just don't buy in, Buck. Look at the, what happened with the E. Jean Carroll case. He got branded as a, uh, a, a guilty of sexual assault for millions of dollars. Nobody cared. 
Yeah. Nobody cared at all. I mean, that, that case is still pending and Trump may end up paying a few million dollars, but their argument was, oh, this is going to be big because now we'll label him as guilty of sexual assault. Most people said, eh, you know what? This is all BS. This is trumped up politics. I feel like everybody's going to ultimately, who is persuadable, either totally dis, uh, you know, did not care at all about this outcome or it's going to actually motivate them more which is what I think the Biden people are now starting to look at. You're playing with fire when anytime you engage in unprecedented behavior, and this is working in Trump's favor, I think. I was uh, I was at a uh, charity event over the weekend with Kerry, and we saw a number of friends, uh, you know, fe- fellow conservatives in the Miami area there. And one of the things we, we were talking about, and, and I think they this really hit home for some of them, and they're involved in politics in different ways. They're private sector people, but, you know, they're supporting with checks and other things some of the candidates that we talk about. I said, you know, don't don't ever assume this is one thing we learned in, in CIA analysis class, which was a real thing. We had to take different analytic classes. Don't assume that your opponent is making smart moves or your opponent is a genius, right? There's there's underestimating, but there's also overestimating your opponent. Uh, the Democrats made enormous errors in 2016. Now, people will say that they came back in 2020 and changed some of those errors, but they really believed that Donald Trump, the more exposure he got in the media, the more likely he was to lose, which in retrospect now is is an amazing blunder. Yeah. I, I, I can't say right now, no one can say right now, but they may have made it another amazing blunder with let's throw the entire legal system at a candidate because the American people won't want that guy. Well, actually, maybe not. Yeah, that, and I also think, Buck, electability has become less of a focus because Biden is weaker than we thought he would be a year ago. And his decline, I'm sure you saw the viral video of him at the Veterans Day ceremony where he takes a step and then turns away. He doesn't know what he's doing. And every time one of those viral videos circulates, it's people who may not be super political that see that, but that's how 75% of Americans have decided Biden doesn't have the physical fitness or mental acuity to be president right now and that's not going to get better so i think biden every day becomes a weaker candidate you know won't be long now before the holiday season's in full swing and that's when gift giving becomes really important and you want ideas for them right well here's a great gift idea for the holiday season if you've got family memories recorded on videotape and old films and photos how about digitizing them so they can be shared with every member of your family It's possible to do this holiday season with Legacy Box. They've got the time, the technology, and a great sale price on their services right now. Their early access sale on Black Friday prices allows you to have them digitally transfer your videotapes for as little as $9 per tape. They do this by hand and with great care and attention. That $9 price is close to 65% off their regular prices. And the process is easy. They send you a box to fill up and ship back to them. They let you know when it arrives and keep you informed as they do the work. In several weeks, you get all your old tapes back along with brand new digital files. Get started today with this Black Friday sale. Visit LegacyBox.com slash buck. That's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K to get that 60% discount. Want more Clay and Buck that you didn't hear on the show? Get podcast extras in the Clay and Buck podcast feed. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? 
You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Uh, let's take some of your calls. I think several of you want to weigh in with a variety of different topics. Uh, I was asking the question, who would be your second choice if you are, let's say, a Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley supporter right now? Uh, Laura in Trinity, Florida, you're a DeSantis supporter? I am a DeSantis supporter, and I hate to say that I think you guys are wrong that the DeSantis supporters will automatically go to Trump simply because he has made it his career, so to speak, to alienate himself from DeSantis. Okay, well, um, so let's let's just use you specifically. Uh, I understand it's okay. been somewhat of a toxic uh, battle, and there are lots of people who like both Trump and DeSantis. But let's pretend that DeSantis stepped out, because really we're working the exercise in our head of, 
could someone beat Trump head-to-head? Who would be your second choice if Ron DeSantis was not there for you to vote for? Nikki Haley. Okay, so you would Nikki go Nikki Haley. Haley. Interesting. Absolutely. Thank you for the call. Yep. Thanks very um, much for calling in. I mean, so, to, to, be, to be fair, we didn't say everybody who voted for yeah. DeSantis, but a majority of people who are DeSantis supporters, I think, will switch over and vote for Trump if Trump is the nominee or would do so given the choice in the primary. And I, my my thesis on that is that Nikki Haley's supporters mostly would all go to someone other than Trump. I tend to think that DeSantis supporters would go towards Trump. Again, could be wrong, and that doesn't uh, answer on an individual level because you know, you're not going to get a hundred percent of people doing anything. And it's very hard to do this analysis as well because there are variables that can't really be accounted for right now. Never mind that the world will be a different place in 11 months, but a lot of things will happen. Uh, but the third party and really now Clay, third, fourth, maybe fifth party candidates, when you look at it and see what's happening here, uh, Jill Stein running again. Now, will she have the money to get on the ballots and all these other things? Yeah. That's a whole other set of questions, but. Green Party candidate going to be in the mix. The Green Party candidate who helped Trump win in 2016 by the numbers. RFK Jr. in the mix. No labels with Manchin and perhaps Larry Hogan in the mix. That changes things. Daniel in North Carolina. What you got for us? Yeah, Trump is not my first pick. It's Ramaswamy. But I think you're um, possibly substantially underestimating a demographic of Republican voting people, not necessarily Republicans, that are just sick and tired of seeing Donald Trump and hearing his voice. I'll be voting. If Trump is a candidate, I will be voting for Kennedy. Kennedy's got a stronger stance on the Constitution than Trump does. So you would vote RFK Jr. in North Carolina, which is one of the you know seven or eight battleground states, if you broadly look at it. Did you vote for Trump in 16 and in 20? I did both times because he was the only... Choice. And, and your choice in the North Carolina primary right now would be Vivek, you said. And you're saying that you would vote RFK Jr. over Trump in uh, the 2024 election. A hundred percent. Interesting. And I think you're underestimating the people that just will not show up and vote if Trump's a candidate. Well, look, thank you for the call. I, I think, Buck, and we've talked about this quite a lot, if Trump is the candidate, and the data would reflect, and the odds markets, and everything out there, the polls would reflect that he is most likely to be the candidate right now. I don't think there's any doubt that Trump brings out unlikely voters on both sides. I think if he weren't on the ballot, turnout overall would be down substantially. One of the big challenges throughout the Trump phenomenon has been he certainly motivates lots of non-traditional Republican voters. There are lots of you out there listening who voted for Trump in 16 and 20 and may not have voted for Republican candidates in the past. How many of those people would not show up? Because he certainly motivates a lot of people on the Democrat side to show up and vote against him, not for their candidate. We got, we got a lot of uh, of calls from people that have interesting uh, interesting preferences here in the, on the Republican side. Joe in Cocoa Beach, Florida, what have you got for us? 16 and 20. Hello? Yes, sir. You voted for Trump twice, right? Voted for Trump twice. Really do not want to vote for the guy again. I think he's a disaster in 24. I just wish he would go away. Um, He's just not the answer for the country. So I'm a DeSantis guy, but I really like what Haley's got to offer. If DeSantis drops, I'm definitely going to Haley. Um, I, I wish the two would come together, quite frankly, and, you know, 
make a pact and and see how that stacks up against Trump. Um, Joe, thank we, thank we, you for who would you, you by the way, Joe, who that. would you vote for if it ended up being Trump versus Biden? Oh, I would never ever vote for Biden. I yeah, mean, that's a, so. Great. So this so, is okay. You know, so look, this is what I'm seeing, Joe. Thank you for calling in. We're still in the people can have their pick among the all the candidates in the yeah. primary. That's the system that we got, and that's everyone's right. Um, I I think that a lot of folks, when when push comes to shove, right now it's oh I could never hold my nose and vote for this Republican. Trump is the one that they're talking about right now. But if it's that Republican versus Joe Biden, I think a lot of people are going to say fine. That's my sense. Who who right now say they would not. A hundred percent, in my opinion as well. Also remember, this thing's going to be decided by March. Maybe by March 4th or 5th, we'll know who the nominee is going to be, certainly by mid-March. And then you've got all of April, all of May, all of June, all of July, all of August, all of September, all of October. That's seven full months, Buck, for someone to convince you that they are the right choice. And seven more months of Biden aging. I think almost everybody will end up coming back around to vote for the Republican candidate. Now, there will still be a lot of protesters, right? Protest votes. RFK Jr. is going to get them. As you mentioned, maybe Jill Stein gets some, whoever the libertarian is going to be. Uh, and if no labels throw somebody out, I mean, you may have six or seven options on your ballots for president, which means it'd be hard for anybody to get a majority. But right now, Trump's sitting pretty. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull. He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. 